Yeah, three, two... He's Anthony Vizzini. And he's Luke Johnson. And this is the Splinters and Stuff Podcast. Welcome back, folks. I never say welcome back. It's always you. That's true. Welcome back, folks. How'd it feel? Pretty good. Yeah? What do you what do you follow it up with? Um, that's usually your job. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> so Right off the bat, there's somebody out there in a newer Nissan Altima who thinks I'm a real dick. Oh, yeah? You cut yeah. them off on the way here? They cut me off. Uh-huh. So, and it was close. Like, as a three-way stop, I'm going straight through. They had turned from the perpendicular road. Okay. And thought they just thought they had room. And it was pretty tight. So, I just flashed my lights at them, and that was it. And then I'm behind him at the red light, and then we go to go, and I, I was doing something on my phone at the red light, and I set my phone down, it turned green, I looked up, and my high beams were on. <gasps> oh, no. So for like a solid minute, nice. I had my high beams right in their mirror. That's good. And then like I didn't want to pass, so I wanted to stop them and be like, hey, I meant to flash my lights, I did not mean to leave them on. I was, I was trying to give you a hey there, bud. Yeah. And so they gave you a screw you, bud. Yeah. Get out of the car. Yeah. See what happens. Yeah. Yeah. You went, you went uh, solid road rage. Yeah. Uh, precursor. That's good. Yeah. So my high beams are on and I'm just sitting there scrolling through my phone. Like I don't care anymore at this point. Yeah. But I didn't realize. They were on. Yeah. He's, I felt, he's I home felt right now, bad. honey. I look, I, it's been a long day. I accidentally cut this guy off. Well, they went to Walmart and like, I've been in that position. You walk into Walmart mad about something. Yeah. It's, come not, out it's not a good trip. <laughs> No, I don't ever leave Walmart in a better mood, I feel like, than when I walk into a Walmart. I do, because it's usually on Sunday. Oh, okay. And I've grocery shopped, and I also have in my buggy all the bullshit I'm going to eat Okay, that day. So I usually walk out feeling pretty good. Got a pack of Twizzlers, maybe a Mountain Dew with me. If I'm at Walmart these days, it's because it's like, it's at night. We need something for the house. I got to go get it. Usually, I'm like, I am like have to go put shoes back on kind of thing to go. I haven't graduated. I graduated to Target for a little while yeah. while we were at our old house. Sure. But that's now, very far now. Now I got Walmart and Publix and I shop for, at Publix for certain things. Yeah. But if I'm just getting my chicken and rice yeah. and green beans and all that stuff, I don't care. It's hard to beat the prices. Yeah, it is. But it's also. And our Walmart is not out where we are. It's not as rough of a crowd as some of your other Walmarts. Our local Walmart is kind of rough. But it's this one over here. No, the one by oh. Sam's. Yeah. Yeah. That one is, but it kind of like, that feels like the right vibe, <laughs> yeah. you know? Yeah. No one, no one's feeling good about that right. there, you know? Right. So it kind of, maybe that's my thing. I need to go to a happy, I've been to some Walmarts where everyone seems jovial. Yeah. The one over here, now I wouldn't call them jovial, Yeah, but you don't get a lot of scowls. That's Some true. Walmarts, every time you go in, you just, everybody looks at each other with a furrowed brow. Yeah. Yeah. I, the like, Walmart, I'm not happy to be here either. I'm the, not happy that you're here. Yeah. But I know you're not happy to, there's just no happy. The Walmart back in Starkville, where I went to high school and college, that was like one of a few places to go. And when you're in high school, that was like one of the lump. So that's what we did. Yeah. So chill vibes at that Walmart, you know, it's just like, they're like, yeah, this is like one of a few places that you can 
be at. Mm. So everyone there is kind of like chilling, you know. We didn't get chill vibes. We always got run off. We hung out in the parking lot. There was a lot of parking lot hangs. We rarely went in Walmart, but the Walmart parking lot was our hangout. That's where everybody went. Uh, Sonic. Was there a Sonic hangout? We did Sonic for a little while, but they got tight. Yeah. They got a little uptight. Like you can't park there if you're not eating. These damn kids. Seven dollars in our pocket, you know. Yeah. How many cherry limeades can these seven dollars get? Yeah. Sonic was our later stop because we would go hang out at Sonic around closing. Yeah. And at any given time, we knew several of the girls working in there. Yeah. So when it came time to close, and we got all these chicken fingers and all these tots, they would just bring out boxes of food for us. That was that's the best. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, Walmart. You know, it's just recently that we have written or. We had someone here in town, some local government person, get in trouble for like the ton of shoplifting at like Walmarts and Home Depots. Yeah, one of the um, city councilmen for Huntsville. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, he tallied up enough over time to make it a felony kind of thing. I love when rich people get caught stealing. Yeah, it, it's because you know they didn't need it, and they're just chasing that thrill. <laughs> yeah, if it had been a little bit, I would have been like, because my thoughts are, we. I'm going to say we've all, probably we've all, we've all left a store with self-checkout and you unload and you're like, crap, I forgot to do this thing. But they know, like they, they, it's they call it shrinkage for just the stuff that just leaves the store without being paid for. But apparently it offsets enough with the money they're saving on. Oh yeah. That where I'm just like. Yeah. The math checks evidently. Yeah. And I just, I, I don't like using self. If I have one thing to buy, self-checkout's fantastic. I love it. But when I have like a buggy full of stuff and Walmart's just like, check out. I'm like, do it. I hate it. I, I hate it. it. I'm I like, take someone a buggy through every time. I'm good at it. Man, I love I'm a lot faster than they. That's are. why I like Publix. I go to Publix and I'm greeted with a nice, how do you do? Sometimes so I don't ba- want to go through all that though. But but when I don't feel like I'm in the mood for it, maybe that's the time I need it the most. You also don't you know? have anybody saying, would you like to round your change up so that our company can get a massive tax break at the end of the year? They don't ask me that. Something about my, my face says he's not going to do it. <laughs> I did. You know? Alex and I went through a couple months ago, and the guy in front of me was an employee, um, and he was like all excited about it. He gave like 20 bucks. They made a big thing of it. And then we go to check out and the guy goes, would you like to donate to the March of Dimes or whatever it is? And it's like, nah, he did already. And I was like, no, I'm good on that. And he goes, that's what I thought. And then rolled into whatever he was saying next. <laughs> what a burn. And it was quick. Yeah. I didn't really have time to, to think about it. Yeah. I just kept. Carried on with whatever he said next. And then when we walked out, I was like, do you mean that's what I thought? That's hilarious. The hardest one for me to say no to do is... Do I look it, like a guy who doesn't doesn't like the March of Dimes? Yeah. I'm more of a March of Nichols guy. Yeah. You know? The pet store ones are the worst. You get a PetSmart or Petco or something. No, I don't go there. And it's like, it's like a little miniature ASPCA commercial. It's like, do you want to donate, you know, 20 cents to save a dog's life? And I'm like... Yeah. I saved a dog's life. I saved a dog's life today. And a cat's. Maybe. Like, I can verify that I saved those animals' lives. Oh, I can't. Yeah. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Oh, you can. Right. Oh, then you're good. Yeah. I can't verify so don't that come yet. at me with that. Yeah. You've rescued a dog? I guess. That's Gus true. That's pretty much a rescue, right? Or what do they say? He saved me. <laughs> yeah. 
kind of did. It's a good dog. Yeah, he's a good one. Yeah, he's. A, I got lucky with that one. But uh, yeah, should we, should we talk about pertinent information? I don't know. You guys like the Walmart stuff. <laughs> Yeah. That is always a fun conversation is to compare where you grocery shop and why. Because you've yeah. got the Publix folks. I Yeah. Then you've got like the Whole Foods folks. I'm not on that and level. And when you got like late 20s, early 30s, people shopping only at Whole Foods, like that's where they get all their groceries. Either they have too much money or they care too much about what people think about where they shop. I don't like whole foods for the same reason. Like I don't love like Trader Joe's. It's like, where is the stuff that I eat? And it's not in that store or not. I will say Trader Joe's that stuff is great. And I love just going through there and being like, it's like a whimsical little, but like where are the Totino's at? Where the Totino's at? Right. (laughs) You guys have pizza rolls or nah. They're like, we have, they have fully organic. We have Zah croissants. Italian pockets. That's right. Yeah. Which sounds great. And I'm sure it's better for me and I'll probably live another year, but at what cost? You a know? lot of it, I don't know if it is better for you. I don't know. Yeah. Because like, it doesn't have certain things, but then you look at it, like, my wife is, um, she's got a lot of restrictions in her diet, so we have to get creative on a lot of stuff. She can't have dairy, can't have wheat, um, so she'll do, you know, she'll, say she'll find a dairy-free, wheat-free mac and cheese. Okay. What is that? It's probably just cheese, it sounds like. No dairy though. Oh, it's that's not true. Cheese. It's yellow, right? You're and it's like yellow. a nice, healthy-looking packaging. It's called Daya, which yeah. is like a nice sounding everything. Then you turn it around, and it's like got all this stuff that you can't pronounce in it, but no dairy, no wheat. <laughs> I'm gonna take a hard stance real quick. Go I don't it. like things that aren't things trying to be things they aren't. I agree. You know, like people are like, oh, it's an imitation, or they call it like it's like a something burger that's not like just call it a bean patty or just call it yeah why has it got to be i can't believe it's not chicken nuggets i'm like because it's not chicken nuggets yeah just be tofu right what's what's wrong with tofu cauliflower rice that's fine just call it cauliflower ground cauliflower that's what it is and that's fine it's actually really good but when i'm over there like turkey bacon i guess it helps though because if you called cauliflower rice ground cauliflower i eat ground beef are you? But are you gonna buy it when you're looking for a rice substitute? I mean, I get it, I get it, and I don't like it. I think now people with dietary restrictions do whatever your little heart desires. Yeah, you know. But if you don't, and you're just trying to cut out bread, yeah, or cut like you're going keto, yeah. Oh, they got ke- they got keto bread. Yeah, it's got you know, two grams of carbs per slice. Yeah, just don't eat bread. Yeah, that's don't what I'm go saying. Find you a substitute. Yeah, just people, don't eat people it. People are like, I'm gonna eat. I, what I really want to eat is steak, but I'm vegetarian. So what I'm gonna eat is 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 I can't believe it's not steak. I'm like, just go eat some vegetables. Yeah. Why are you trying to black bean burger? That's never done it for me. I've never had one. Have you had the I Beyond like the Beyond Meat? No. It's actually it's actually good. I've heard that, but I don't still think I understand what it is though. Yeah, that's what scares me. I feel like it's the Soylent Green thing. You know, I find out what it is, and I'm just like, oh, I yeah. can't believe I eat people or Like whatever. a Portobello burger. Okay. It's great. Yeah, it's a Portobello. You're not claiming Porta- that's a hamburger. Grilled Portobello sandwich. Yeah. But like you, I get a chicken burger. Chicken patty. 
sandwich ground chicken sandwich ground chicken, chicken sandwich i don't know like it's just burger. like you go to farm burger and they have like chicken burger bacon burger pork burger it's i think maybe my brain's too tied to what it's called like it's yeah. like the semantics of it like coca-cola is basically just syrupy sweet tea with bubbles but they don't taste the same you know i've you ever like drink something you think it's gonna be one thing and then it's something else and you're well, like oh this is gross officially lost me on that one I, I lost myself you ever you ever think you're gonna <laughs> drink one thing and then you drink it, it's a different thing. And you're like, oh, disgusting. Yes. But it, but had you known what it was, it probably would have been fine. Yep. I feel like that's what I'm trying to say. Okay. So when I think like turkey bacon, I'm expecting this is going to somehow be bacon yeah. that's made out of turkey. No. It's just, it's weird. I don't even, what part, of the, what part of the turkey is bacon? Turkey bacon people are weird. Because that's a hill they will die on. It tastes better than regular bacon. There's, I'll... Another hard stance. Nothing I'll tastes better it. than bacon. <laughs> nothing nothing on this earth tastes better than bacon. Yeah. The only in, thing in its category. I've eaten burnt bacon and been like, this is better than turkey most things. Bacon. Oh, for sure better than turkey bacon. Yeah. Yeah. Or these other things. Like the uh I've had like the impossible nuggets or whatever. And I'm like, again, I'm like it seems very possible that you just made some nuggets, but just call them to- tofu nuggets. Yeah. Tofu I've eaten tofu. Tofu is actually great. But you got to realize the audience. I know. Anyways. The general public is not thinking as hard about these things. So they go, this is not chicken nuggets. It tastes pretty good if you put a lot of ketchup on it. So I'm being healthy. Yeah. I look at other cultures that find ways to just use vegetable items in their food. And it's just, they just call it what it is. And it still tastes like, look at a ton of like Indian food. Mm -hmm. It's awesome. Yeah. It's good stuff. I've never actually had Indian food. You're missing out tremendously. There's so much good food. Start, here. start with chicken tikka masala. That's like your classic. Ooh, I might have had that. It's actually. so good that that the I think the British Empire basically invaded and took over India for that. It's like the national dish of England, I think. I think I might I don't I don't know. I don't know. Anyways. Anyways. We're droning. Do we did we do we work in the wood industry? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I don't have any exciting news. You have exciting news, but it's boring for listeners, I think. Yeah. So why don't we discuss... <laughs> wah, wah. Yeah. Um, the dream project conversation. Okay. That's always a fun one. If you could... Let's set some parameters. Let's say... What is your dream project that is... A custom commission, okay, for somebody else. Yeah, cabinets, furniture—it's wide open, but custom commission for somebody else. You're not keeping it. You have full design liberty on it. Yeah. As far as here's the here's the house, here's the room it's going in. Go. Let's say the client has no budget. Okay. Let's say the client has a lot of money. Unlimited budget. Unlimited schedule. You're ninety. Full design authority. You're ninety percent sure that they're going to bite whatever you present. Okay. What would it be for you right now? We've had this conversation a long time ago, yeah. And I don't even remember what the answers were, but I feel like they're different now. So right now, what would that be? <laughs> Just a fifty thousand dollar single cabinet kitchen island. You know, <laughs> something I could bang out in a day. Not talking for no, profit. No, I know, I know. Um, Obviously, the no. profit plays a role, 
but this pays the bills. We're not talking about making a lot of money. Right. Let's say, let's I'm say getting all, rich off this. All your bills yeah. are paid. This is yeah. just going to float you. Um, that's a tough one. Obviously it's gonna, I don't know. I, I think funny enough, I think the last answer probably would have been furniture related, but I think right now it's actually probably just a great cabinet job. Yep. That's um, kind of what I expected. Yeah, yeah. I think it's so funny. Honestly, and you could get specific for cabinets. Like if there are certain things that you want to try out, or I saw a really cool way to put this in there, like you can, you can get into the nitty gritty if you need to. I think I would love to do like some ultra modern, some ultra modern like kitchen where it's like, it's, it's got all the new everything, you know, servo drive door opening and drawer opening and closing stuff. Um, have like big glass doors, the cool hinges and like the weird collapsible bifold doors that mm-hmm. you, you tap yep. it once it swings open and closes itself. Um, any integrated lighting? Yeah. Just all that. I don't know. It's tricky. I think honestly, I think what I would love is to work with a really, really good designer. Yeah. I think that would be really cool because my so client comes in and goes, this is my designer. Not just for this job. This is the person I keep on retainer to design yeah. my things. Yeah. And they both meet you at the meeting. Yeah. Budget is whatever it needs to be. Let me just, uh, okay, well, we don't really have a budget, but I'll tell you, this is, the house is going to be about $2.3 Yeah. So, you know, use your imagination. On yeah, what, we're doing a quarter million dollars in cabinets throughout yeah. the house. I, yeah, I think, I think for me, it would be like, I'm... I'm only, like I said in the last, I think the last recording, like how I'm trying to like fill my content with more like ins- inspiration stuff and just constantly be seeing cool new yep. ideas. I only get so many times to flex those and find the right client. So to kind of who was interested in some of that stuff, but I'm trying to know more so I can confidently say like, Hey, check out this. Like, I think this would work or elements of this would work. But I follow a lot of designers and I'm like, man, I would love to just build that. I think it would be cool. Like to work on like historic like a cool old building, like a brownstone in a big city or a cool, one of the historic buildings here in town and completely like, you know, retro mod the place, come up with something that's really cool and be part of like just a really nice big remodel where they're redoing like the floors and the walls and they're putting cool trim on and all that stuff. I don't really have, I guess it's just, I'd like to do the cabinets on a fantastic project that has a really good designer behind it. So I can, yeah kind of learn the way they see things and, and be pushed to be like, cause I think right now, like I pretty well feel like if a designer threw me some elevations for something, I can go, okay, I can figure out how to make that. But it's just the finding those people who really do this and have been doing it longer than me, who really know how to balance that space out and how to be like, no, the fridge has to go here. Like uh, the fridge isn't going here because this is where the space is on the wall for like, none of that matters. There's no walls in this building. We can put it in. We will move it anywhere. It needs to go. And for maximum feng shui or whatever, it needs to go here. So you've got, they're providing you the expert layout. Yeah. Here's where we want just lowers. Here's where we want uppers and lowers. And then they'll have a few particulars. But then as far as like how many drawers are in this drawer run, how many are doors, how many are drawers, all that stuff is on you. Cool features. Yeah. That's on you to bring to the table. 
something like that stuff. What if we, you know, what if we did glass panels up top and, and lit that for storage? Yeah. I'd know? probably have some cool ideas for that, but I think right now I'd really enjoy being a student to someone who knows a lot more than I do. So just like a totally specked out. Yeah. Kind project. of. Here yeah. You go, execute. And, it, and it's, <clears throat> and it's challenging because it's going to use a lot of stuff that I like, like the servo drive systems, like, fancy glass doors and just a bunch of stuff that 90 plus percent of my current or former clients would have any interest or budget for. Yeah. And so just someone who says like, Oh, this, this person, like we wants, don't want toe kicks, right? Floating everything. But we don't want anything under there. We want yeah. it all to flow. We want it all to flow except for like the Roomba garage that we want built in or whatever it might be. I'm just like, <laughs> yeah. like, just like, you know, like you said, like a $2.3 million house. They're like, we're, yeah, we, we know we're going to spend at least a quarter mil on cabinets. You know, yeah. it's just going to keep you busy for a couple of weeks, you know? And, uh, and then just, yeah, just try to figure out how to build that and then just go through the process of familiarizing myself with all of it. So, yeah, I think funny enough, it wouldn't, come out of i wouldn't necessarily need it to come out of my own brain right now i think the yeah. cool experience would be great clients who are comfortable spending whatever it costs to get what they want and in a really cool house that has a good design team behind it where that way it's not like because you have some clients who it's just like they're gonna have a beautiful kitchen cabinets and countertop but the rest of the space is not there yet right yep. That's what they're spending their money on. I want someone who's like, no, this is part of a larger vision, right? And you and get to work with other great trades of like, and people who are spending that kind of money and have that kind of team also have a great contractor, have great electricians, plumbers, everybody else in there. So everyone on there is like on top of their game. Yeah. So I basically it, just working with an A team. Yeah. I think that's kind of it right now. Just be yeah. one of the A team guys. And that way, like where everyone's just a craftsman in their field. And I get to be one of those and learn a ton from all these other people, I think would be it right now. Yeah. I dig it. Yeah. Kind of like a strange that. answer, but yeah, that's, yeah. It's along the lines of what I expected. I did not expect you to say a furniture piece. Yeah. No, at right. This point. Yeah. Right now. I mean, that's, I've really been in learn mode. Like I've kind of gotten to like that, this base level with it. I don't feel like I've plateaued or in a plateau or a rut or anything. I just feel like I know enough now where I can take on some bigger challenges. Now you just got to find the right clients. And I got to find the right clients who are going to challenge me. And I need to be able to respond to those clients too, of saying like, if, if I had a client come up to me right now and said, I don't, ha I don't have that designer, but I do have a quarter million dollars to throw at this project. And I think, you know, you, your name came up. I, I'd, I'd be overwhelmed probably, you know, I think the move there would be to, I would go find that designer, find the designer. Yeah. And, and, and just put that into the cabinet budget. That's pro and that's probably what I would do. And that, that's, that's kind of it. Like it'd be cool to like, I don't have a name right now, but just go through my Instagram essentially and go pick three designers. So I'm like, wow, you guys really yeah. have a, have a, have an eye, you know, that I haven't honed yet. Like I can see my eyes getting better at certain things as far as uh, scale and, and um, you know, how things play off each other and relative spacing and all that stuff, color and, textures and I feel all like this you're stuff. really good with colors yeah I, f I feel like i feel like i have a decent design eye mm -hmm. i think that i told somebody that today thank you i think they emailed me did they the shelves arrowheads yeah yeah yep and uh thank you by the way and uh so now it's I like highly i was in a good mood hey boy. i appreciate yeah. that <laughs> uh but yeah i think now it's like you know 
I'm learning from, I'm in a group where I'm learning a lot of cabinet tricks from cabinet makers and how to run a cabinet business. And a lot of them, pretty much all of them are designers in their own right. Um, but I would, I think that's kind of the next group I'd like to kind of, uh, hang around Mm -hmm. and learn from is like, cause there's a lot of stuff I've seen designs and like architectural drawings for, I did a bit on like this apartment complex clubhouse, really cool. A lot of thought went into it, like big arch coves with like setback cabinets and stuff like that. But like you look at it and it wasn't drawn by a cabinet designer. I'm like, well, we can't do it exactly this way. We, it'll be close, but we have to change this and this. And so being able to kind of combine those two worlds and learn as much as I can from all the different things that feed into it. I think that's kind of my next level. So nice. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, so I, I I think we're gonna take a quick pause and reset the cameras before we get to the Probably next. Probably a good bit. idea. Yeah, and we're back from the quick camera swap. So yeah, so I don't know that. Yeah, clap. I feel. Oh yeah, quick clap. <laughs> All right, and we're back from <laughs> our quick little camera reset break. Um, yeah, I think that was a good question. I really thought about that until you asked it. So I thought about it earlier today, but I did not want to give you time to think about it. I also didn't take time to think about That's it. That's good. I don't know my answer. That's impressive. If I have a There's self a question, I have, I will only think about it. So good self-control or whatever it is that allows you to I had do a lot. That. I had a lot going on today. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that's me. Uh, okay. Your dream project, same situation. Go. I'm going to piggyback a little bit. Okay. Um, basically the same situation. Yeah. But we want, I won't say the whole house bedrooms and such but all the common areas we want custom furniture yeah we like your style Mm -hmm. we like the style of stuff you've been putting out um but we want to give you an opportunity to flex here's our interior designer yeah because i'm not great at that stuff um you know if you present me with a room that is a fairly normal room. Yeah. I don't really know where to go. Okay. I need some, cause to me, you can put a lot of different tables in a normal room and I'm going to opt for something I want to build. Yeah. So I would want a very skilled interior designer who is, I mean, I guess it goes without saying they want like wooden furniture. Okay. They sure. want, yeah. <laughs> they want, yeah. They not want, acrylic, yeah, right, yeah, and not like, you know, seventies feng shui, uh, polyester right. chairs, sure, and, yeah, you know, stuff like that. We're going wood, yeah, yeah, yeah. My style, what I would love is like a high dollar, sort of, uh, I guess modern, modern Japanese boho. Is is really where Japandi, yeah, yeah. That's really where I see stuff. I'm like, oh, I I love that. I don't even know what to call it. Yeah, it's generally boho or like Japanese boho. Okay, is is where I like the a lot of kind of plaster walls, boho inset, like yeah, the inset. What do you call it? Seating areas, living inset seating areas, and stuff like that. Um. And basically go, 
I don't want all the design liberty. That's too much for me at this point. I, <laughs> sure. I feel the same way as yeah. you and you're obviously I'm piggybacking off your answer a lot, but it, it hit. Yeah. So something like that where we're talking, let's say dining room table, all your coffee tables, side tables, nifty little hallway tables, stuff like that. Yeah. Just still a lot of standalone furniture. But something that gives me the opportunity to flex on the technicality of the piece, like the joinery and stuff that may not really be seen. I do a lot of joinery that's like over the top, and I don't really have a good reason for why I did this joint this way, but I wanted to do it. Okay. It's going to be super strong. I know it's super cool. Most people who don't, most people won't see it. And won't register that it's super cool, but I will. Right. Um, just really enough of a budget to go, I really want to do this right here. Yeah. You know, at this corner, at this joint. I've been really into kind of experimenting with joinery lately, and I've had some really good clients lately who have the budget and have the interest to yeah. allow me to do that. So that's kind of what I've been really learning on. The last the last few things I've put out have had some really cool and well executed. It's they've they've come together well, all the different joints and designs and things like that. Would you want to do something like like a Waters Nakeland style kind of thing where it's just this really time consuming complex joinery or just like not so or, much or, or not so much of that, not quite what I'm seeing in my head is not quite as clean of a look as that. Okay. Great execution. Yeah. As far as the the joint itself, very clean. Yeah. But maybe the outside the overall look and the outside of the joint, you know, can can be that that boho style is not crisp, clean yeah. lines, you know. Um specifically I don't really have a dream project in mind. But just something like that that would allow me to outfit a whole house. Because often, to your point of, okay, now you have this really nice built-in thing right. in your house. But the rest of the house is, eh, it's all right. Because I feel yeah. that when I deliver tables. Um, and it, I, it I, I don't mean out. yeah. I don't mean this in an ugly way. But like that walnut set that I just finished and delivered. Yeah. It's easily top three things I've built. Yeah. And I've had a lot of people say that's that's my favorite thing you've built yet. Yeah. So I'm going, okay, where's this going? What's this house going to look like, sure. right? And then I get to the neighborhood, I'm like, oh, this is a normal. I mean, it's a nice neighborhood. Yeah. But it's a normal neighborhood. It's a you know, probably 1800 square foot house, newish construction. Looks just like all the other houses. But then they went all in yeah. on this dining set, yeah. table, bench, four chairs. Yeah. And I was like, I feel like it deserves to more of a spotlight. Yeah. You got to hopefully they can like call you back. <laughs> and to that like, note, there was no lighting over the table either. So. Well, hopefully like, so I, I hope with stuff like that, like it drives them to want more stuff. And I've had, I've well, had, they, did, they, they told me they were like, I, the one of them said, she said, well, she's already wanting a desk. And the yeah. other girl was like, well, yeah, I've been thinking about it. I was like, hey, you know where to find me. Yeah. <laughs> and now 
and they had seen my work and I had some good stuff in the shop whenever I was first working with them on this order. Yeah. Um, so they had seen my work and were confident in it, but now they have a piece to, to have and live with Yeah, and understand what I'm producing. Yeah. Well, I think it's, I mean, stuff like that too. Like I get it. Cause especially like tables, I think the tables is like such a, like an intimate thing to build for people because mm-hmm. they're going to spend so much time at it make memories at it and put their own nicks and dents into it. And, you know, things, you know, lots of life will happen around that table. And so I, I see why people do it and because I've delivered furniture pieces that definitely like stand out yeah. at, at certain places. And, but it, you know, it was important to them to have that piece for whatever their reasons were. And so it's nice to be able to do that, but same, I'm like, I've definitely done some jobs where I'm like, this is the nicest thing in your house, you know? Yeah. And which, which I have a certain pride in, right? Of course. Right. Like, like I got to contribute to making what I, from everything I've seen, this is the nicest thing in here. But you get excited about your like final photos, your in place photos. Yeah. And like, I didn't even take pictures of it at their house. Not because their house was not bad. It's, it was a nice house. Yeah, the lighting might not be right. Or there was no lighting. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't have like a chandelier or anything. There was nothing on the ceiling above the table. Right. Yeah. It's, it's like you want your stuff to be in a place where where architectural digest could come in and take yeah. some photos. Cause I feel like at this point I'm producing stuff that is stuff, good enough stuff to like, be there. Stuff like right. that. I would say for your next build like that, like your, your pictures in your shop look great. I would try to link up with a local photography studio and bring it by there yeah. and have some really professional shots done with where they can manipulate all the lighting to really show everything. Cause I think the pictures in your, I think your showroom has great lighting. I do need to start doing that. I, but I think your stuff is portable enough where it's just like, Hey, I'm just, I found a photographer. They're either going to come by my shop and put some backdrops up and this mm-hmm. and that, or I'm just going to bring it over here, keep it safe and just do a second delivery kind of thing. Yeah. Cause I think you'd get a lot more mileage out of some of that, uh, for marketing and for portfolio. If it was, yeah, I think so too. And I'm getting more and more of it. I love it. Yeah, I'm getting more and more every project really the last, the last probably three and the next three are projects that I'm very proud of. Yeah. Very cool that I've had a lot of design input that I'm executing well. I'm getting, I'm getting good. Sure. The the set that I'm working on now is going to be very cool. Um, I'm just just putting together all the pieces. I've got the boards for the top milled, letting them acclimate a little bit. And then I'll go back and final mill them, but I've got all my legs glued up into four by fours and three by threes. And I'm paying a lot of attention to my grain patterns. All my legs have one side with this beautiful mirrored, um, quarter sawn Oak. Yeah. That looks fantastic. The legs themselves are going to have really cool joinery. The top, I mean, it's all white oak, which is pretty. Mm-hmm. The I've cut most of the components for the chairs already. Same thing, paying a lot of attention to my grain patterns because you've got kind of this shape on your chair, on your back legs, yeah. on your chair. So I laid out a board and laid out my chair template to try to find the grain that yeah. followed that shape, paying a lot of attention to that stuff and it makes a huge difference. Yeah, it really it's, does. It's fun to do. Yep. You know, instead of just cutting out a piece to these dimensions, okay, I need eight chair backs. I need eight, you know, back legs of a chair. Yeah. Instead of just cutting out eight boards, mill down an entire board and find 
you know, maybe there's four spots on this one, mill up the next one, get your other four spots that look good. Yeah. You're going to have a lot more thinking about, okay, here's the show face, but then you also have to visualize what that's going to look like when you cut through it. Mm -hmm. So where's your quarter song going to show? Where do you want it to show stuff like that? And, uh, this, this next set's going to be really nice too. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I need, I kind of need to take my own advice and I've been meaning to do it for forever, but I, I want to. I'm not sure how I want to approach it. I've taught the clients about like, Hey, I'd love to come back sometime with an actual photographer and take photos. Mm-hmm. But for me, it's just like the scheduling of that and figuring it out and everything. It's a marketing thing. And when business is good, those tend to hit that back burner. Yeah. I, I, so what I really want to do this year, I keep talking about Christmas. Like I've always wanted to do Santa's workshop around that. I don't think that's going to happen this year again. And I'm not sure that will. Is your year not no, it's, for yeah, yeah. it's, it's getting close to that. I, what I do want to do though, um, is do like Christmas gifts for all the clients that I've had this year. And then like for vendors and the people that we've worked with and stuff yeah. like that, just little like happy things. But then for the clients, I want to put something like in the card of like, you know, whether it's something on the website or just some kind of email thing they can send of like, Hey, we would love to come back and take photos of your place. Just let us know if that's okay. Yeah. And then what I plan to do is find like either or like a real estate photographer who can do a little bit moodier stuff. As far as I don't need like the bright, super bright light stuff. I want it to look like a magazine kind of thing. Yeah, you need like a magazine photographer yeah. to go through. And I really want them to handle most of that. Like here's like, here's a little flyer of like, please clean your place, you know, have it put up, you know, this is pretend we're coming basically treat it like we're taking photos of your place for a magazine. You yeah. Know? Clean, clean everything off. We'll decorate. Yeah, we'll, we'll bring the table runner. We'll bring the centerpiece. Yeah, whatever. And I'd love know, to find like it. it'd be cool to find someone where it's like a how a home stager or home decorator and a photographer, even if they're not a team, just make them a team. Yeah. And just be like, here's eight people that I need you to just figure out how to go take nice photos of their stuff. You know, pick pick my try to get my top five projects of the year and go get really, really good photos of all that from, you know, have them, they can tell me the best, you know, let them figure out the best angles and all that stuff. But I'd love to do that at some point just to really, you know, the stuff, the iPhone takes great photos, but I'm not a great photographer. Yeah. And, (laughs) and even then it's like the, the iPhone is fantastic. Yeah. And there's a lot more it can do. There are second party apps that will let you change all your settings and all that stuff. I wouldn't know what to do with it. Right. But it exists, and people produce crazy good stuff from it. And we have that in our pocket, but we just don't have that knowledge. Right, because I do look at the photos on Instagram, and I can tell the difference between the installers took this photo, Mm -hmm. and this is a marketing photo, right? And I'm like, I think I'm getting to about that point where I start needing to have those marketing photos. You know, I'd love for a photo of a kitchen or a space that I've done be a stock photo that someone uses. It's like you like, ask for you ask for client photos and you just get trash. I've gotten a couple who are talented. I'm like, come on board. Yeah. You made your space look I've awesome. Had, yeah. I've had one. Yeah. <laughs> it was that table that went to San Francisco. They sent me some really nice looking pictures. Yeah. But the rest of them it it's not and it's no dig on anybody. Furniture is hard. Taking a picture of a table is difficult. I feel like the guy know how, like there's a lot of tricks that you don't know look good until you do it. And you're like, oh, that's how I need to do it. Your camera needs to be low. Low. 
you know, people, wanna, people want to take them high and get the top. It's like the top is not, that's not what we're focused on here. We're looking at the whole thing. We want the shape of the table. Yeah. And if you're taking it from high, it distorts. Here's everything. a rectangle. So you want like waist level or a little bit mm-hmm. higher. There's a lot of stuff like that, that, you know, paying attention to the line of the table versus the edge of the picture. I feel like people who would take good furniture photos are people who take good car photos. Yeah. Similar. I, yeah. I feel like there's shape sure. and light and angles and it's low. And it's because I've, I say that because Sam's brother has taken some photos of stuff for me. And some of his friends have in the past too. Cause I was like, I just don't want to get some better photos of this. And they're all car guys and they take pictures of cars and the way they approach shooting something is much different than I would naturally want to do it. Yeah. And, and even just hanging out with them, watching them take photos of cars is how I've probably learned a little bit about how to take better pictures mm-hmm. of furniture, but cabinets is again, it's very different. Yep. Get this big wall. I've got to get, I've got to get in like a weird space and try to fit it in the frame and all these yeah, things. I think with cabinets, you'll, that's pretty close to like a, a good real estate photographer. Yeah. Cause I, it's the room. You want the whole room, right? You want, you want these two walls. I want to see the entire wall. Yep. And I want it to be at an angle that makes it look great. Yeah. I think what I probably need to do is go grab a couple like 80 magazines or, you know, modern living, whatever it might be. Talk to a photographer and be like, see how these kitchens look. Yeah. My stuff looks this good. It just needs Make to it be, look that but good. it just needs to be <laughs> yeah. photographed this way, you yeah. know? Cause I look at real estate photos and it's like, did someone just add an extra sun inside the room? Why is everything so bright? You know, the, the saturation yeah, seems you walk, off the color you balance in, is weird. You walk in to look at a house and you go, Oh, Oh, this looked so much better in the pictures. Yeah. Yeah. So I, it's definitely, I guess that's what I'm looking for is a, a good magazine interior design. And, and you know what? I bet, I bet I could find someone around here through an interior design firm who knows how to take those kinds of pictures. Oh, a thousand percent. Yeah. I just need to stuff on whoever's got the best local Instagram photos for their stuff and be like, who's taking your pictures? Yeah. You know, and then and then maybe they can also do the little minor decorations and stuff to really spruce it up. Yeah, I hate to see uh, like some of your really great makers. Yeah, who it's just not a priority to get good pictures because we can look at that stuff and go, that is an immaculate piece of furniture. Yeah, sure. Yeah, <laughs> but anybody else scrolling through their feed is not going to stop scrolling because it's just not a good picture. Right. You know, and a lot of the older woodworkers who are have been talked into getting an Instagram or something are like that. Yeah. Like you look at it and it's a picture's got 13 likes, but you're looking at it going, I could never build that. Maybe if I keep at it until I'm 65, I'll have the skills to build that. But anybody else just sees a, okay, that's a picture of a table. Yeah. Who is it? <laughs> I think it's Nick with Sawyer Design he's just got some great photography that he does. Yeah. And I remember early on when I was first following, I think what drew me to his content was just the photography of his pieces. And I think Blacktail also did a lot of stuff mm-hmm. with um, long exposures and a lot of light, like raking over the table. So like in a dark room yeah. and then just long exposure with like a fluorescent light going over to like paint it with light and stuff. And so stuff like that, like these little tricks that people who are photography friendly, I think know. Yeah. And but there's I, a lot of folks who, like you were saying, I need to do is stop off at a photographer before I deliver. Yeah. There's a lot of high level makers that yeah. you can just kind of follow their stuff and understand that's part of their process. Yeah. It's, it goes to the studio before it goes to the house. I think you would do really well to just build that in. Yeah. That's part of your process. I build it. It gets photographed. 
it goes to your house. And we'll, um, you know, you'll get high resolution photographs. Yeah, of you, your you table. get a copy. So when you're bragging to your friends, I got this amazing table. Oh, send us a picture of it. Oh, well, wow. That's cool. Yeah, that cost how much? Yeah. You spent, well, no, you just have to see it. You just have to see it. Well, it's like I was saying before we started recording, like photographs can only show you so much. And sometimes you got to see stuff in real life. But if it's a good photograph, it really does convey the feeling of actual be, actually being present. Yeah. As close as you can get to actually right. being present, you know? Right. And uh, yeah, not a skill I have or one that I care to develop. I've gotten a lot better at I taking pictures yeah. of my stuff. I agree. Um, but still, no matter how hard I try, I I know that somebody who knows what they're doing can make this look as good as it actually looks well, in, in person. And beyond just the studio, I bet there's people who stage houses or interior designers who have a property who are like, instead of bringing it to a dark room, we're going to light it up. Here's a $1.2 million home. And we're going to go remove their table and put your table in right. and take pictures of it in a space that, that looks where it fits. And it's really going to stand out and look like that. Cause it, cause again, you see nice furniture, like think like, um, like crate and barrel or restoration hardware, you look at their furniture and it's in rooms where it fits in. It looks, yeah. it looks ho- at home there. And so I think there's somewhere, I think like having the really artsy photos, like in a studio where it's just, it's very much the focus about it. Restoration hardware details. makes me mad. Cause Why you look at their stuff yeah, and it looks like it was custom built by some dude in a wood shop. Yeah. And it's perfectly staged. It's made by an eight year old. And I'm looking and at it going, I know that I know that joint's not real. Yeah. <laughs> I know that part is a veneer. But it looks good. But it's just because I know it. It's not because I can tell by look. Yeah. And that's what's frustrating. Yeah, their stuff is really nice. Yeah. And uh but even like crate like crate and barrel or um what's the other one? Pottery barn. Pottery barn. There's another one I'm thinking of. Something, something they do. I have, it's going to come to me. I'm just going to blurt it out later. Um, almost had it, but yeah, it's the same thing. I, I, I think, I think maybe start doing, do what I do, Luke, and just start looking at those advertisements or just like go on those web pages yeah. and see how that stuff's being shot. And I think if you try to replicate some of that with maybe more of like less, I've got that ad. angles. Good. It's just the camera know how that I it's don't the camera know how and it's your setting too. I think. Yeah. And I need a whole room. That's good. Yeah. I mean, you, you know, could, I've got some clients who have really nice spaces and yeah, that makes it easy. Sure. But you know, cause you can take a picture of the table in the space. Yeah. But maybe the table only takes up 40% of the image. Right. And it still looks great. Whereas more times than not, the table is the whole picture. Cause the space ain't doing a lot for you. Yeah. I mean, you could turn that room that was going to be your finished room into a studio if you wanted to. I'm I could sure. do it in my showroom. You could do it in your showroom to just get a couple drop down cloths and stuff like that and get some umbrella lights or whatever these guys mm-hmm. use. I just use my uh, Milwaukee job site light. That does a good job. It does. It does a good job. It's nice diffused light. It yeah. just, I just use it to eliminate some of the bad shadows. But yeah. If you're out there uh, listening to this and you've got some good ideas for how we can take better pictures or who to talk to specifically, I hope, th- I hope there's someone yeah, screaming I don't, at their phone I'm right not now. really looking for tips and tricks. I'm looking yeah. for somebody. Yeah. I want to outsource this yeah. for sure. Yeah. I, you know, I like having my photos for like quick little posts so and stuff like that. Post. So I can make a yeah. post, you know, or to text somebody, Hey, here's what I'm working on was, uh, to text Luke. Here's what I'm working on. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's the same thing. Like, I think you and I see each other's stuff and go, oh, wow. 
you know. Yeah, you can, you can see through yeah. the, the poor picture quality. But I, then I talked to Sam and she's like, you need someone else to take your photos. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, no, you're not wrong. You know, because yeah. she does, she sees it and doesn't get it. You're not great at it. No, no, but I've gotten better, but still not great. Right. Still right. not great. Cause I've, I, a lot of times you send me stuff and I'm going, I know how good that looks. It's but tough. This picture doesn't do it. It's tough. Cause I feel like I'm jealous for your installs. It's delivery, right? You drive, yep. just chilling. You're ready to get out. Right. Of I, it's at the end of the day. Yep. You know, and I'm tired and we're and Max packing up and we're sweaty. Yeah. My delivery leave. days are like, it's a good day. Yeah. I usually go in, I'll put in five or six hours in the shop, leave myself an hour to load up. Yeah. Drive there, unload it. Usually spend 30, 45 hanging out, talking, maybe snag some pictures. It's a good, easy day. Yeah. Your delivery days it's a, are uh, it's a hellscape. A little bit different. <laughs> a little different. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're up and down ladders and packing, moving tools around and lifting boxes. Putting and holes in walls. Putting holes in walls. And, and I love all that. Like, it's fun. Um, I can have it. Yeah. It's, it's, I, I enjoy sometimes with certain, you know, with most of our clients, actually, I enjoy the interactions with them and stuff and answer their questions. Um, actually I'll, I'll brag on myself. I had a really good feedback from this, uh, we just did this really nice kitchen Island for a client and, uh, it was beautiful. I got to use a couple new tricks that I hadn't gotten used before. A couple new things. That was awesome. And it yeah, came together. Nice. It looked great. So when I, so the only thing we didn't do on the install day was put in these wood pullout trays behind a couple doors. Cause we just, I thought they were a part of the original order. They weren't, I had to order them. They came later. So I was like, everything's done. We're going to, you know, countertops can go on. We're just going to come back in a couple weeks and put the drawer, put the trays in. So I come back and I was there at around 1230 and it was, he said that the countertops went on at 10 o'clock that morning. I'm glad he told me. So I didn't put anything on top of the countertop. <laughs> um, cause I'm sure they put sealer on it or whatever. And, uh, but he was, he was bragging about how much the countertop people liked the Island. He was like, they were like, this is, they were like, he said the countertop people came in and said, who did this? Yeah. It's, it's a little bit better when people in your world go, yeah. Holy shit, dude. Well, cause they see everything, Yeah, you know, they've exactly. seen that and they're putting counter, they've put countertops and all sorts of stuff, you know? And they're like, well, we'll put, we'll shim it, I guess, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, for them to come in and just be like, thunk. You know, where yeah. it's like two pieces off a joiner just click together. Yep. I'm, I, I'm, that thing is pretty darn near close to like, probably would have had some suction on it if you tried to pull it back <laughs> up, you know? Yeah. And, uh, they were like, wow, you must have had to wait. Like, did you have to shim that? There's one toothpick. There's a, there's a toothpick the just far, because it's on the far corner, just because I couldn't find the trash can and it was in my mouth, yeah. you know, and <laughs> yeah. I had to go somewhere. So we just yeah. stuck it in there. And, uh, but they were like, he said that they were like, uh, oh, you must have had to wait like six months a year for this per for this guy. He's like, nah, this took like seven weeks, you know? And they were like, Oh my God, this is so that, that was Hell a nice yeah, little, dude, that's awesome. That. Yeah, yeah. So for sure. that was my first trade, you know, uh, degree of separation compliment, you know, trade so, nod, trade nod, you know, yeah. someone just, uh, we should coin that term, the trade nod, the trade nod. It'd be nice if you could like, uh, you got the guy coming in to do bricks. Yeah. And he's looking at anything else. Yeah. He goes, wow. Yeah. That, we don't see that a lot. Yeah. Trade not. Trade not. I like that. It'd be cool if you could leave like a little card with trade it, on something like. Like a challenge coin? Yeah. It's just, it's just like nice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, bravo. You, you right. really, you really did a good job on this, you know? Um, Cause yeah, we, the biggest thing I have feedback on is framers and drywall guys. That's, that's where it is right now. <laughs> yeah. Like 
there's a couple houses where I would, where I want to shake the hand of whoever framed the house. Cause it is just spot on square. And then whoever mudded it, cause the corners are actually like, they actually floated them enough where there's yeah. nice square corners. There's some people who I want to meet where I really want to meet the person who did it for other reasons yeah. you know, where I'm like, I'm like, you thought this was acceptable. Like this is this yeah. walls bowed out uh, a half inch in the middle, you know, and this is a new house that I know was not cheap, you know? Yeah. And then the owner's like, Oh yeah, that's every room in the house is like that. You try to hang a TV and it's level, but then it looks weird because nothing else is and you're <laughs> like, Oh my God. So, uh, yeah. So that was my rant on rant on that, but we are going to go ahead and switch the camera. Okay, quick. There we go. One of these. Yeah, we're, I think we're. Are we getting? Clap. Are we getting better at this? At what? Just this. The timing thing. I feel good about that. We've had a couple blank spaces in our recent videos. Yeah, I and, mean, we uh, haven't looked up and seen that the cameras were off. It's a good feeling to be a little <laughs> bit ahead of it. I think it'd be nice Maybe if maybe we um, won't have the uh, please stand by window I, in this one. I was happy to put that in there. I, I, the end of the last one, the audio's out for some reason. And not the last one, two ago, I think the audio just was gone at the very end. So it just, my, I put a little like, um, you didn't voice over it. No, what I did was I put one of those like little, like news overlay things on there in the bottom corner that just says video ends abruptly. Just start cutting wood. <laughs> That's on for like 10 seconds and the video just ends. I didn't even watch so, it. Yeah. So that was fun. It was, it was when we were talking about, um, building plans and all that stuff. And we were kind of getting really into it. I think it was a yeah. good section. It's just gone. I don't know. I don't really know what happened to it. So that's funny. You know, whatever. What are you going to do? Yeah, no, we're, we're still figuring all this stuff out and we'll get back into guests and I'm going to get this net. It's been everywhere. The whole episode. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't get it. Um, <clears throat> I see it. Yeah. I don't even remember where we were. Uh, uh, I do have a little bit of. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. I, I got it. Nice. Attaboy. I got it with my. Celebrate by moms. handing me one of them cold ones, please. Yeah. Thank you. Um, no, what I was going to say, I've been making some good traction on the tiny home land. That's kind of fallen to the wayside. It's obviously we don't have tiny homes ready, so there's not a lot of motivation to get the land ready. Yeah. But things have been moving on that. Met the power company up there today and met my second road guy to come in, cut in my gravel roads and do a little bit of clearing and all that stuff. And I wanted to talk a little bit about that because I'm comparing quotes on these guys. First guy came in. So I called him, texted him. I texted him, sent him some information, said, here's what I want to get done. He said, all right, you know. I can meet you up there tomorrow and we'll start measuring and talking. Yeah, great. Let's do it. Sounds good. Meet him up there tomorrow. He's up there at the right time. He knows, obviously knows his stuff, go through everything. He's making recommendations. I'm leaning on him a lot. He's, I can tell he's being very honest with me. He's not trying to upsell me. Great experience. Mm -hmm. I told him, I said, Hey, I'm going to get other quotes on this. I don't, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to like get you to quote it cheaper. Yeah. I'm just, I'm not going to have an answer for you immediately right. because I'm going to have somebody else quote it. And I just want you to know that. Yeah. He said, that's fine. He was all good with it. He got me a quote very quickly. I met the other guy today who is also a great guy. Also very much knows his stuff. I've, I've known him. I don't know him well, 
but like we've been Facebook friends for a long, like we're close go. enough to be Facebook friends. Right. So I meet him. It's been, it took a couple weeks to find a meeting point. I was like, Hey, can we get up there next week? Yeah, man, let's do it. Then it was, Hey, I'm out of town all week this week. Can we do it then? And it was, can we do it then? Met him up there today. And if you're listening again, this is no dig on him. Yeah. He's, he's been working out of town. I get it. Ran through same thing, same experience. He knows what he's talking about. It was very, very good meat. And then he was like, all right, well, I'll get up there maybe Sunday, probably Monday or Tuesday to do my measurements to come up with the quote. I was like, all right. And then by the time we were leaving, he was like, yeah, just give me, just give me about a week to get you the quote. Which is reasonable. Yeah. I'm not saying he's being unreasonable. I'm saying the other guy was quick. And so I was like, all right, sounds good. Everything sounds good. And then the other guy's ready to go. Yeah. He said, if you let me know this week, I should be on it by the end of next week. Oh, I should nice. be starting. Yeah. So I was like, that sounds really good. So I texted the guy I met today. I had some sketches and stuff that I needed to send him. So I sent it to him and I said, hey, you know. I've measured this out on Google maps and here's my distances. Can you round those up and get me an estimate? Full disclosure. The other guy who quoted it said he can start in a week or so. The second guys, he said he's three to four weeks out. Also not bad, which is not bad. And it honestly probably wouldn't push me out any, Yeah, but there is a sort of, you know, series of events that needs to happen. So the quicker I can get that rolling, the better. Um, So I told him, I said, hey, he said he can get to it in a week or so. I'm probably going to go with him if there's not a drastic cost difference. I didn't want you to spend too much time quoting it. If I'm only going to, if I'm going to go with him based on lead time, I don't want you to waste your time trying to watch out for you because I know how that I've, I've spent a lot of time quoting things. Yeah. You've been on the other side of that. That Hawaii conference table. Yeah. There was a good bit of back and forth on that. And then as soon as I answered every question and gave the number, I never got a response. Nice. So I understand how that goes. So that's what I told him. I said, I'm probably going to go with this guy unless there's a big price difference. And I hope he doesn't think I'm saying that just to get a low price from yeah. him because I'm not. But I say all that to say <laughs> <laughs> that it really does matter. You're often, you know, in, in whatever trade you're in, you're going to be bidding against other people. Yeah. If you're providing a a product that is expensive, you know, this is one of the bigger ticket items that I'm outsourcing. Yeah. This is the only, really the only thing I'm getting multiple quotes on. And I told both of them that, and I told them why. I said, this is kind of the most expensive thing. The next would be power. And it's not like I can get another power company to quote. Right. right? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so I'm probably going to go with the first guy. And the reason that I'm probably going to go with the first guy is because he was so quick to meet me in quote. Yep. And it, this is a 15 minute meeting. So I know that like people are busy and, and the other guy's busy too. The first guy's the guy I'm probably going with. He's busy too, but it was like, okay, yeah, I can squeeze in that 30 minutes. I can do that. I'll meet you up here at this time. Let's do it. And we met on Friday and he said, I'm gone Saturday. He said, I'm working. He's got a sawmill. Oh, cool. portable mill. So he's like, I'm going to be over in 
somewhere doing some milling for a guy. He said, but Sunday I should be up here and I'll get all my measurements and Monday I'll call you with a quote. He called me with a quote on Monday. Yeah. Perfect. Yep. I had no idea what to expect. I liked the quote. I think I was probably just budgeting too much, which I tend to do when I don't know. It's just a safe, better move. Yeah. But I'm going to go with that guy just because of all those things. The other guy may come in with a lower price, but if it's not like, 60% 60% of the other yeah. guy or less, I'm going to go with the other guy. And I try to keep that in mind. You know, when you get somebody to reach out and you need to tag back up and start the conversation, let's say you get the initial email from your contact form. You know, sometimes we'll sit on it for three or four days. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we may not respond to it until next week, depending on what your workload is, what's going on. You can lose jobs because of that. Yep. And again, not a dig on that guy. I'm sure. And I feel like this is, I'm probably a small job for him. Mm-hmm. So that makes sense. He's, he's doing a lot of out of town work. He does a lot of stuff. So try to make it a point to make it a priority. Even if you've got a good order log, somebody reaches out, give them your time, give them the time of day, because at the end of the day, your business relies on bringing in orders and yeah, you've got, you know, two or three months of orders stacked up right now. So you don't feel like you, you're not giving it a lot of priority, but you should always act like you're out of orders is how you should be responding. You should be selling your best and selling your best is not responding to an inquiry four days later. Yeah. You know, it's not, maybe you do respond immediately. And then they respond immediately, and then you sit for three or four days. That's not going to make sales. I mean, we know it's not, but understand that in most markets, you do have local competitors. Mm -hmm. In the custom furniture game, there's not a lot. But in the cabinet game, there's certainly a ton. Yeah. So to make a point to emphasize giving the potential clients as much attention in a time of feast as you would in a time of famine. Yeah. I mean, and that's, and that's I got to stop talking with my hands. Yeah. I've been cutting up the clips. <laughs> yeah. And it, it looks so terrible and I can't not do it. That's why I put my hands on the table. Well, I got this little nice little piece of wood that I polished up all smooth. It's my little fidget toy. It's, it's been helping. That's good. You always needed a fidget toy. Yeah, but the fidget toys never do it for me. This yeah. is just a little like one one inch by one heart? inch by a quarter inch piece of purple heart. Nice. I did one out of Winge, and I liked it. But then I was like, oh, I should make a purple one. That's your new. That's your new business right there. <laughs> I was talking fidget about. Box. I had lunch with my cousin yesterday, and we were just talking about life. And I was like, I have this terrible tendency. And I'm, I had this out. It's like I have this terrible tendency to look at everything as a business. Yeah, and she's kind of the same way. And it's like anything I'm interested in, how can I make that a business? And I had this on the table and I picked it up. I was like, when I did this, I was playing with it yesterday and I was like, oh, I could laser engrave a little forget me not. Yeah. Like a little Bible verse or a be strong or something. And every every time you reach in your pocket and you're fidgeting with this thing, it'll remind you of that. And I could sell that. And I'm like, stop, stop. It's a piece of wood. 
that you sanded <laughs> smooth in your pocket. This is not a business what idea. What it looks like to me is a Stop. million dollar enterprise. I'm like, yeah, because they're so small. You could do it in all kinds of exotics. Like you have a bloodwood one. You know, it could sit on the counter at stores. People would pick them. Woodcraft. Yeah. You know, have a nice little polished up box of assorted exotics. Yeah, it's like the um, it's like the little gems and little stones you see at like the um, like national parks or like yeah. yeah, things like that. Exactly, and like. Um, did you ever carry a Buckeye? No, I've heard of the or, Buckeye okay. thing. I'm familiar. Yeah. yeah. So my dad used to do that and I, I, I would pick them up occasionally as a kid growing up and keep one for, I, I could never hold one for more than like a week before I lost it. But a Buckeye is super smooth. Yeah. Got a really good hand feel. A little patina and, too. Yeah. And so, and they don't, like it doesn't rot. Right. It just sort of, I mean, it doesn't petrify, but it just kind of exists. Well, in the that. oils from your hands seal right. it and, and stuff. And it just kind of becomes polished up. I, and I posted a little clip on my story about that, the Wingate piece I did. And a guy messaged me. He's like, that reminds me of the chestnut that my grandpa had in his pocket for like 40 years. Yeah, And it's the same thing, but it's not a business idea. Just start giving them out. Stop. <laughs> just give one out to every client, you know, so they can remember you. They'll be like, what is this? They'll be like, you put it in your pocket and you touch it and you think of me. Yeah. They'll be like, people who get it, get it. And people who don't, don't just like the tactile thing. Yeah. That I'm very, I'm very fidgety, Mm -hmm. but I'm very tactile. Like this, uh, necklace. Yeah. For the listeners, I have a pretty thick Cuban link Mm -hmm. stainless steel necklace, not expensive, but it's smooth and it's nice. And a lot of times when I'm driving. Yeah. Or I'm sitting on the couch watching TV, I'll take it off and I just play with it. It yeah. feels nice. It's texture. It's something to manipulate. It's something yeah. mechanical. I'm I'm fidgety like that. And the fidget toys never do it. They just it's almost like they're trying too hard. You're a buckeye guy. They never hit the mark. But and maybe I just need the new to wear off of this, but like this is nice. Well, when that new wears off that, you make a different shape out of a different wood. And yeah. That becomes and I'm already picture. thinking about like, okay, I can polish in a little divot mm-hmm. and that will make it easier to like spin yeah. in my fingers. I made this one a little thinner. Let me see it real quick. Because it's easier to like flip. It's a good size. You know, it was like one trick. and a quarter by one and a quarter. Uh, I don't know. Be, I just, yeah. I just did it on the bandsaw. I didn't measure anything. That is nice. It feels good. Yeah. And I like to think that maybe if I keep doing it, it's going to get like really polished. It will. You know? It will. Yeah. That's yeah. good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this one everywhere yeah this is uh, these are the best ones i think um going back to your quote thing i think we, i had a uh i guess uh, we i just closed the biggest sale by far that our business has had uh today yeah which is great and that's that, incredible and that conversation started five days ago i think <laughs> that's awesome i had someone yeah i'm trying to do kitchen someone wrote about kitchens and i was like i was like i when do you need me there and yeah. she was like, can you come tomorrow? I was like, sure can. And I had the schedule for it, but even if I hadn't, I would have moved something to go right. do it. And she was specific about some of the things she wanted. So I was like, there were a lot of pre-qualifying things up front. Like, I want this kind you of wood. I want notice. this look. Yeah. You, you start to, and I'm sure we've mentioned that before, first like one or two interactions with somebody, yeah. you can get a pretty good feel of where this is going to go. Yeah. Are they feeling it out? Do they want to know how much this costs or do they, do they know what they want and like they've already done some work. They're like, yeah, I, it's going to cost what the, what it costs. Like, uh, yeah, I just want, I want it done. Yeah. Well, showed up, got everything done, went out, had, went out to her place on Tuesday. She came here yesterday. No. Yeah. Just, I can't remember now. Yeah. Then that's right. Anywho. Um, 
No, I think I went there Monday. She came here Tuesday. Wednesday, I, I drew everything up, sent her an estimate. She was like, that's great. Let's change this and this. I said, okay, send a proposal today, signed, deposit in. That quick, you know? Yo. And that was awesome. And I, I just, I felt good about it. I was like, I'm going after this. And uh, yeah, I think that there's something to be said. Now, granted, I'm able to do that because my calendar and I can, I'm like, yeah, we can probably, we can probably get this done by Christmas, all this stuff, probably well before then, honestly. Um, and I, so it's one of those funny things of like with, with that guy, it's if like, you got that job in mid October last year, is there any shot that you're finishing it in this year? I wouldn't have taken the job. Yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have taken it. It was, it's, it's, it would have just, it was too big. Yeah. yeah. That, that, that would have scared me. That's a year awesome. Ago. These are good signs. Cause yeah. it's not like you have more people. No, you're just getting better. No, just getting better. And, um, it's, yeah, it, it that was, that was a nice feeling, but it's, I, I think about that guy that came out who was quick. I'm like, I wonder if he's quick. Cause he had nothing else on his schedule. And then he's like, I can do it in a week. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. this guy doesn't have any work, you know? Yeah. And so again, if it's, if it's famine, I would have thought, responsive. I would have thought that if I didn't have a very clear understanding that he knows what he's doing. Well, and so that was the point I was going to make. Present, I think he presented well, I think that's what, time. I think that's what stands out. And that's something that I think. I've been able to show more lately is just a confidence, understanding a process. And so it's one thing if like, someone's like, Oh, I could be there tomorrow. And they come up, come over there. They're like, well, you know, and this, Yeah, I think a lot of it is the more confidence you have in yourself and like, like earned, like the, you understand what you're doing and it shows. And then just doing what you say you're going to do with a client. Like if, if I can't, like I have clients, and yeah, sometimes it takes me a couple of days to get to it just because it takes me a couple of days to get to it. But as soon as we're talking, I say, hey, thanks for your patience. So glad you wrote. We can absolutely help you with that. Let's schedule a meeting and do this stuff. And that way it's at least clear. And if it's something I'm really eager on, then I'll push that a little bit harder. Yeah. Um, but I think if, as far as like when I say, hey, I'm going to get you a quote in two days, they get a quote in two days. If I say, sometimes I'm like, hey, I'll get you a quote at, by actually, no, I'm going to be out of town. Uh It'll be, it'll be by this day. Yeah. I've tried to be really good about that. <clears throat> there was one, I think this week that I missed. I told him I'd have it by the end of the week last week. And I think yeah. I got it to him on Monday. Yeah. But I try to be, cause I used to say, yeah, I'll get that to you by the end of the week. And that's not realistic for that situation. Right. Now I'm much more realistic and I'll say, I'm going to try to have you something by the end of the week. If I don't, it's certainly going to be before the end of the day, Tuesday. Yeah. That I'll have you something. And they always go, Oh, you know, no big deal. Tuesday's fine. I don't need it this week. All good. But just goes back to communication. Yeah. No, I would say that the better you are at, even like for me, like we've been on time with our deliveries for the past, like three months. That's awesome. Plus easily for sure. The last three, here's the date. We're going to be here on this date. And then time goes by and we're there on that date going. And, and, and just every part of it leading up, like the way my estimates look, my estimates are, cause I use the software. It's super, it's so detailed. Yeah. It's way more detailed than I think clients would ever hope or expect it would be, but it's good for both of us. It's a contract. You want all the details on there. Yeah. Um, and just showing that again, it's just part of that. Like, okay, this is a real thing. They know what they got going on. They might come here and see it's a, an old shop and it's not, it's kind of smaller and it's not like this big commercial thing, but like, but everything else feels right. And they yeah. go, and, and they don't know that they're going to go, Oh, well it, yeah, it must, this just must be what you need. How many cabinet happen. shops have people seen? Exactly. You know, <laughs> there's tools in here. There's wood in here. Okay. I guess they can build this stuff, you know, and, and, um, 
Yeah, it doesn't need to look like this highly polished thing yet. At some point, as this grows, that'll change too. But yeah, I would say like professionalism, understanding, communication, timeliness, follow through. Those things, I think, are what stands out. And they're easy to, those, you can slip easily on them. But if you kind of start every conversation with like, with a potential client of, I'm maintaining these kind of tenants of, of, um, my business. I think that helps you stand out, you know, and, yeah, and you can make people feel like a priority without having to be there within 24 hours kind of thing. Right. Um, yeah. If you take a little time, just acknowledge it. Right. So, Hey, apologies for the delay. I say that all the time. Apologies for the delay. You don't have to follow that with any excuse. I find you that you shouldn't follow that with any excuse. Apologies for the delay is enough because you're acknowledging the delay. They don't want to hear I was out of town most of the week. They don't want to hear I had a job come up that I had to I had to go do. They don't want to hear my kids sick. Just apologies for the delay. We're back in business. Yeah, I would I would I would try I would recommend trying this instead of apologizing because you haven't really done anything wrong and I think it can set things off on a weird foot. I would say like, thank them for their patience and, and like, tell them like, I'm big on like, it really means, Oh, thank you for reaching out to us. That means a lot to me. Yeah. Uh, I always do the thanks for reaching out. Like, like, Hey, it really means a lot that you would consider us for this work. We can absolutely help you. Thank you for our patience and our, for our response. Cause I think they expect like most people I've had conversations like, I, you know, I get it. If you can't get till, till next year, I'm like, I can get to this in like two months. And they're like, Oh, okay. You know? And so there's an expectation, I think, at least in what you're doing for sure. And then some of what I'm doing that we are busy, Yeah, you know, and, uh, I would say that when that conversation starts, when that reply happens, I think that's when you really kick it off. You know, I would say if you wait a week, that's one thing, you know, I would say 48 hours is probably fair. I would think after that, people are going to think that you didn't get the message. Yep. Um, and that's why I'm trying to do more like auto, like some kind of automated response or some kind of reminder system to make sure I, I at least touch base and I get going with it. Responses. I'll tell you what the calendar thing, man, that makes a big difference. Cause they get something and they go, okay, I have a time and I can, yeah. even if I'm getting other quotes, like I'm at least now going to, I've set this meeting up. They're still on the books. I, they're on the books. I'm at least yeah. going to talk to this guy, you know, and then I have the opportunity to blow anybody else out of the water, you know, um, or at least, you know, stand shoulder to shoulder with them and be yeah. like, yeah, we can do this too. You know, and it's just kind of what you want. So, but yeah, so Cool. That's that. Well, I got to pee real bad. Sounds like a good time to end this shindig. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, until next time, just start cutting the wood. Cutting. I don't know why I put the thought. Just start cutting wood. All right. Okay. You can cut the wood. All right. Do what you want, you know? Whatever.